As the violence across Israel-Palestine continues to escalate, to help us make sense of it, I'm joined by Israeli journalist Farharetz Amira Haas, who spent years reporting from both Gaza and the West Bank, as well as living there. Amira, thank you so much for joining us. Welcome. Um, so you are in Ramallah right now in the West Bank. Uh, before we go into everything else, can you just give us an idea of what it's like there at the moment? Uh, there was a general strike announced today in the West Bank, and I think they're also in uh, Palestinian towns in, in Israel. Um, and there was a huge demonstration here in, in Ramallah in protest uh, of Israeli uh, aggression against Gaza. And, um, you know, you're one of, I think, the few public dissidents remaining in Israel that we hear from in English, at least. Um, so I'm curious, what's that like? Do you feel safe? And how did you become so outspoken? Oh, that's a real derail <laughs> from our subject. Before uh, we get into the subject, I'm just yeah, curious yeah. about this because, yeah. yeah. We are not so, I mean, the fact that you don't hear in English doesn't mean that there are not, no, not more dissidents here in Israel. I mean, Israelis who are dissidents. Uh, but true, it's not enough. It's... it's uh, it's not. It's never enough, uh, and people are active in universities, in uh, work working places, other than uh, those of us who are lucky to have this venue of writing uh, at a newspaper. Uh, there are some. There are some websites which are dissident websites, uh, news websites, and they bring much more information and Palestinian voices that the mainstream allows. So uh, we do exist. Mm. And I think in general, we are safe. I mean, in general, it is frightening. The Israeli fascist right wing is getting uh, stronger and bolder uh, and they are threatening. Though right now, of course, the target, their main targets are Palestinians in Israel and not us. Uh, but some people have been confronted, have, been, have faced, uh, 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 you know, the, the, the rage of, of Israeli right wing uh, rioters. Uh, some journalists, even from the mainstream, were uh, in danger because this this right wing um, fascist messianic right wing wants uh, wants to punish them for for saying the very little that they say. Mm -hmm. uh, I talk about the mainstream, but in general, so far, to be a dissident in Israel or to voice uh, uh, different opinions or to bring information which doesn't fit the the general narrative is not dangerous, mm. uh, which only says that the, 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 it's very troubling that not more po people are joining and not pe more people are breaking their silence because we don't, uh, 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 we are not in danger of losing our job or losing our, liber our liberty or, or certainly not our life. Uh, so this is the situation. So we are not heroes. I mean, we do what we do because it's enraging and because it has to be done, but it, you're not talking about heroes here. Well, thank you for, for, for explaining that to us. Um, and now to get into Gaza. I mean, you have observed past wars on Gaza. You have lived in Gaza. Um, you observed the one in 2014. How does the war that we're witnessing right now compare? I hear a lot of Palestinians on the ground in Gaza are saying the airstrikes are more intense. It feels scarier. Yeah. Um, what's, your, what's your view on it so far? It's something that you know you could never you you would never believe yourself that you say that, but it can be worse. Uh, uh, and this year they started immediately with a bombing. Israel started immediately with a bombing and shelling of of huge uh, uh, high high buildings, multi multi story buildings. Uh, it does warn the people uh, to leave immediately uh, their place. But still, the sight of it and the impact to the neighboring houses and the impact uh, in terms of 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 dust and 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 uh, smoke is 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 really bad uh, and frightening. And also the 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 
damage to the infrastructure that comes with the with the bombardment of buildings without casualties, but there are always casualties. At the same time, Israel uh, 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 is targeting uh, people, of course. It claims that they are all ha- they all have to do uh, with the Palestinian uh, armed groups, but it turns out that there are so many civilians. Uh, and so many children. If I'm not, if it is, hasn't risen so far, it was, uh, it's 212 people mm-hmm. by now. Mm-hmm. And children are around, it's a 61 children, and I believe there's 40 women. So you already have more, uh, 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 around the half, which are certainly have nothing to do with the armed uh, forces, Palestinian armed forces. Uh, and I'm, I'm sure that many of the other men have nothing to do with it. So while Israel claims that it is that this um, this uh, bombardments are are uh, surgical, uh, it is not. There are uh, <coughs> there are many many uh, civilians involved, of course. And, and as sure. a whole, the, the very concept that you that every person who has arms or is connected to an armed group and stays at home and you may kill him at home uh, is 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 an absurd because if we follow this rule this engagement rule then almost every building in Israel is right. uh, worthy of being bombed I right. mean, Even by, in this, the US. by this rule because in every house in Israel you have somebody who is a soldier yeah and certainly somebody who is a, a high officer in the army or in the Israeli security services Etc. So this criteria that has developed uh, by the Israeli army, justifying its massive bombardment and and targeting of all all uh, Palestinian uh, infrastructure and and, and 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 residential areas, is really enraging. That's a really good point. I mean, you could even make the same argument about the U.S. if you want to make the argument that there's, you know, we have military bases everywhere in residential neighborhoods yeah, and exactly. cities. Yeah. Um, I think that's pretty routine yeah. and normal. So you could imagine if that logic was applied the other way around, it would not be acceptable. Yeah. Um, I'm curious, you know, is there any opposition in Israel to the carnage? How is it being covered in the Israeli media and you know, I'm not just talking about Gaza. I mean, all of this escalation, right? It started with yeah. Jerusalem, with Sheikh Jarrah, um, and, you know, escalations and provocations against the Al-Aqsa Mosque. Um, mm-hmm. And then now we're seeing these photos of, you know, children being pulled out of rubble in Gaza. How does that get covered in the Israeli media? Uh, let me start by that, that still we should not forget that Hamas and, and other armed groups in, in Gaza are also launching uh, rockets at Israel. Right. Yes. And certainly they don't have the capacities that Israel has, uh, but still they do instill fear and in, in the areas, in the communities and, and, and kibbutzim around Gaza, uh, people are, people's life is actually paralyzed as well. And many had to leave. Uh, and people do get killed by those, those, uh, missile, those rockets. I just now read the two, two, uh, um, workers, migrant workers, yes. two migrant workers were just killed by, by Palestinian missile. So it is not, um, it is a, it is, it is a war and it has two sides. But of course, when we look, um, uh, you know, and also, also Palestinians do target civilian areas. So it's not uh, this. This should, should not be overlooked. Uh, but at the same time, we have to see the things in context. Mm-hmm. And this time, what people feel is that Hamas stepped in uh, into the context of Israeli um, uh, very specific Israeli uh, tactics of expelling Palestinians. From, the, from their houses uh, and neighborhoods in Jerusalem in order to, in order to make room for uh, Israeli Jews. Mm-hmm. So it's, a, it's actually a Jewish settlement. They are preparing a new Jewish settlement, which will be in the heart of uh, a Palestinian area in East Jerusalem. 
And this is something that has been going on for, um, <laughs> if we talk about the 67 occupied territory, it has been going on since uh, 67. Right. So, so 53 years or 54 years. So there is nothing new about it. But somehow you always have, you know, there are, uh, you always wonder why there is not a general protest about, about another such, uh, such, uh, um, uh, wrong doing. And all of a sudden there is an outrage. And all of a sudden Sheikh Jarrah, the situation in Sheikh Jarrah did attract attention uh, all around. Um, I there guess is a I demonstration. Bet. Yes, there is a, a clash nearby, and there are ambulances home? now. Yeah, uh, I live near a checkpoint, and uh, mm, there see. is a clash now. After it developed after the demonstration. Yeah, and we'll get to uh, that because there has been right. There's been I think um, it hasn't gotten as much attention, but there's been I think something like twelve Palestinians have been killed already. Nineteen. Attacks. I saw from the beginning right. there have been nineteen people who were wow. killed. Okay. Yeah, in the West Bank. In wow. the West Bank. Um, which, of uh, course, is a smaller number than the over 200 in Gaza, but it's still quite a yeah, high number. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, it is. You were sa- But you were saying, you were saying the international... So Hamas of, yeah. stepped in during a month, you know, the ro- month of Ramadan. I, I'm sure that many of your listeners uh, know that it's, it, it is a, a, a special month. And people fast uh, and people are, are engaged in... in um, those who are more religious are engaged in in more uh, religious introversion, and then the after the evening when they break the fast, it's a family event, and Israel managed from the start to break the the the, the joy of this month, the joy and the and the reflectivity of this month completely during uh, some aggression of police towards uh, youth in East Jerusalem. And then very brutal uh, invasions into the Haram Sharif mm-hmm. and into El Aqsa uh, Esplanade, and uh, even the size. And I'm not a religious person, but the sight of of those Israeli uh, police getting uh, breaking in with their heavy, heavily uniformed, heavily armed, and 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 with stun grenades and 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 all the rest is really shocking for everybody. So, uh, and this drew the attention of Palestinians in Israel and Muslims in, in Israel and in, in, in all over the uh, historical Palestine, but also, of course, of, of, of Muslims all over the world. So this kind of stupidity shows us it is stupidity, but it is a, an inbuilt stupidity, which shows the uh, complete, complete contempt to Palestinian uh, 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 feelings and to Palestinian uh, 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 religiosity and Palestinian sacred places. Places. I just want to imagine how Israelis would have reacted if somebody broke in, some some foreign army broke in into a uh, into a, a, a Jewish synagogue, and then it it went on to Sheikh Jarrah. And Sheikh Jarrah is a long saga of uh, actually, which lasts which uh, since seventy two. But uh, in the last 15 years, when the Israeli, uh, when the Jewish communities that claim that, or, or Jewish um, uh, uh, organizations that claim that they own the land, and that's why the Palestinians have to leave it, uh, so it has gained, has gained uh, uh, attention since 15 years. Mm-hmm. But not enough attention. You know, we were, I used to go to, to some of the demonstrations protesting the eviction of the people, but the judges felt, Israeli judges felt very secure to judge, to rule in favor of those Jewish, uh, uh, Jewish, uh, uh, committees or Jewish organizations that claim that they own the land, disregarding completely the rights of the people who have been living there since 1956 mm-hmm. and disregarding completely the fact that those families who live in Sheikh Jarrah are themselves refugees and they have houses in which today Jewish Jewish uh, uh, families live. This is in the area that became Israel. So all this together, I think it, it brought together all, like it, 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 it made the Israeli occupation and settler colonialism, it condensed it in a nutshell. 
Mm-hmm. And this nutshell all of a sudden was visible to so many people. And Hamas knew to take the opportunity and to, um, to intervene with their rockets. Now we can argue about it. Mm. And I'm not sure, uh, I'm, I'm not a fan of this very phallic uh, stages of uh, struggles. Uh, whether it's it's uh, Palestinian phallus or is or the Israeli Jewish phallus, <laughs> uh, but they um, but they, they 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 made they they in a way they said if Israel doesn't listen to anything else, uh, that's what we are going to do. Mm-hmm. Of course, of course, the Hamas uh, has a, wants to be a political factor and to be a political, uh, to have a political weight in the region. And it gains it through its uh, militarization. Uh, and we have to, to, to realize that. Yeah. And I mean, you wrote about um, the Palestinians canceling, the Palestinian Authority canceling the elections. Um, how much of a role did that play, do you think? And I mean, we could, we could just speculate here, but like, do, do you think there was a calculation there because the were, elections were canceled? Hamas getting involved. Um, I mean, and why were the, ca- the elections canceled? Why were why did the Palestinian Authority cancel the elections? Let's start from there. Look, we were all surprised that from the start that they were announced in the first place. <laughs> yeah. So um, uh, we don't know why Abu Mazen decided to to have them. Uh, it wasn't really pressure from the outside. Uh, maybe he and his associates did not imagine. Uh, could not figure out that they were so, so, um, how would I say, not respected by the general public. And they did not realize that they will uh, actually split into three different uh, lists of Fatah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that the people do not have, do not have confidence in this PA. Uh, and it must, it, with the time it evolved, it, it, became uh, clear that this would be reflected in the elections. Uh, is it necessarily that Hamas would have been uh, the main to gain? We don't know because it might, it's very likely that Hamas would have received more votes. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would be a big, uh, not more votes, but it would be, have been the biggest uh, uh, slate because they are very organized and they don't have competing uh, organizations. But at the same time, those who are not with is, uh, political Islam uh, had a v- big variety of uh, groups of slates to vote for, of lists to vote for. So anyway, uh, we believe that that uh, uh, I'm not the only one that the Jerusalem issue and the fact that Israel did said it would not allow uh, the PA to, to conduct the elections there, it was a pretext in order to cancel the elections. After in Fatah, they understood that they are going to um, to lo- to 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 turn out uh, ridiculous in this yeah. election. Yeah. yeah, not to lose because people still would vote for them, but to to turn out uh, ridiculous. It would look bad. Uh, and the Jerusalem pretext was indeed very cynical because this could have turned into a, an opportunity uh, that all, except of Fatah, uh, official Fatah, all groups wanted. It could have ter- it could have been an opportunity for a massive a mass uh, civil disobedience to Israeli authorities. Okay, Palestinians could have run the elections without Israeli permission. <laughs> you are under occupation. Why do you have to look for for Israel's uh, permission? Uh, but that's uh, that's something that that uh, Abu Mazen opted against, and thus, thus serving the interest or or actually getting close to Israeli uh, frame way of thinking. Um, and, and Hamas then, again came no, into this. I, yes, please. No, no, finish. I'm sorry. Finish your thought. Finish your thought. No, no. I wanted to ask. About I don't know to what extent Hamas are connecting this to they, it's true that they said things about the elections, but I, I uh, tend to believe that they are also comfortable uh, with without the elections, mm-hmm. because it allows them to remain in Gaza without a competitor and to uh, maintain their uh, rule over Gaza. 
And then how much do you think Israeli internal politics played into this escalation, at least from the Israeli side? Um, because, you know, you have Netanyahu uh, facing this, these corruption charges, preventing an alternative yeah. government from being formed. And it does seem like he is benefiting um, from what's happening now. Do you think that that's played a role in the Israeli calculations and how they've dealt with this issue? Uh, I'm not such a, 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 an expert of Netanyahu, but friends of my, uh, colleagues of mine in Israel, in, in Haaretz, and many, probably other, uh, other uh, uh, media, uh, say that there is a connection, that he allowed this escalation to develop and did not contain it, uh, assuming that it would benefit his uh, desire to remain as prime minister and to avoid uh, to avoid uh, to avoid his trial because he's on trial. So to avoid or to postpone it as much as possible. I believe this is true. It has a role, but but there is, as a friend of mine, that we just discussed it. But there is the bigger picture. And the bigger picture is that that's inherent to Israeli policies. Mm -hmm. The Sheikh Jarrah is, is, is Israeli policy. The, the uh, uh, invasion, the, the breaking in into the uh, uh, Al-Aqsa is Israeli policies. So we can, uh, settler colonialism is part of Israeli DNA. So we cannot, uh, uh, we cannot really explain everything just by by ad hoc circumstantial uh, uh, realities of Netanyahu. That's a good point. You wrote, um, you wrote recently, I want to move to Jerusalem for a moment. You wrote recently in late April um, that the right-wing Jerusalem thugs, you called them, are an arm of the state. Uh, can you elaborate on what you mean by that? And I think that's important in the context of what's taking place across other Israeli cities at the moment. But can you elaborate on what you mean by by they're an arm of the state? I said the privatized arm. Yeah, privatized arm of yes, the state. Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Look, we tend to think about violence as something um, exceptional or sudden uh, or occasional. But one has to understand that Palestinians live under um, an ongoing an ongoing uh, practice of violence against them. And the violence is not expressed only in physical violence that you can see the bruises or broken glasses or broken head or whatever. You have a violence which, which is um, a, 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 a big power that violates your, your rights, your space, uh, your history, your identity by all kinds of uh, means. And Israeli means usually, the, the Israeli violent means are bureaucratic. You know, it's, uh, you don't, Palestinians don't have a permit to build a, to build a, a, a house. Or Palestinians don't have a permit to, to live in the West Bank. Palestinians who, who are from, who live outside. And Israel bars them, bars Palestinians in Gaza from reaching the West Bank. This is all violence. This is all state violence. I'm not, I'm talking long before we reach the state violence that is being expressed now uh, uh, in Gaza in its extreme or the smaller, smaller scale, scale violence of soldiers breaking in into Palestinian houses every night and uh, the Israeli raids and etc. All this violence is used in order to uh, uh, repress a people, to repress a people that is demanding rights in this country mm -hmm. and this uh, demanding uh, and uh, uh, demanding that its uh, identity and its history in this place and future in this place be respected. Uh, so what happened that Israel has ignored the requests of Palestinian uh, political groups all over the, like, like in the past 30 years, that were ready to, to have some kind of a, of a compromise, a painful compromise, but still something that will show respect to the Palestinian demands and history in the place. And Israel rejected this. And each time we have this escalation because Israel doesn't listen. 
Mm-hmm. So it's like Palestinians want to use a, a, a louder, uh, louder voices in order to make Israelis listen. I know I, de- I de- deviated from the um, privatized arms. So what happened is that that um, parallel to 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 events in uh, Sheikh Jarrah and and uh, and Al Aqsa, um, right wing uh, leaders. <coughs> um, kind of of triggered or or called for many young Israelis, uh, mostly religious, uh, either settlers from the West Bank or Orthodox, more Orthodox religious uh, youth, uh, to come and demonstrate against the Palestinians and to clash with them and to, uh, and this was very frightening, and everybody you know, spoke about their violence. Like, so they are young, they are, you know, they have their hormones, they are frustrated, they are from uh, uh, deprived families, or I don't know, all kind of, again, circumstantial reasons. So I felt a need to say that this is uh, uh, just like the the, the uh, settlers, violent settlers in the West Bank that uh, attack Palestinians in order to force them to leave their uh, their land in the West Bank. So they are a privatized arm of Israeli official state bureaucratic violence. And so are the young, the youth in Jerusalem that we saw in Jerusalem. So violence can be expressed in what we know, physical violence, but the systemic violence that Israel uses is very much, uh, is, is, uh, uh, is exercised by regulations by laws by discrimination uh, by by uh, attitudes it doesn't have to be expressed only uh, in physical harm yeah that makes sense it reminds me a lot of the US actually and its history and having these kind yeah. of like privatized militias um on the ground that terrorize almost like as a force multiplier for the police um in the past but you know Moving on to the Palestinian side of things, um, are you surprised by the mobilization of Palestinian citizens of Israel's of Israel, like first in Sheikh Jarrah, which is Jerusalem, but then also throughout the country? Um, it's. I mean, have you ever seen that before? Is it unprecedented? No. It is to a large extent. It is. Um, you know, I'm surprised and not surprised because we are. We always. You know, everybody who comes from the left. We always wait for for people who are oppressed or groups that are oppressed uh, to to resist. Mm-hmm. So we, in a way, we are always surprised that people tolerate uh, uh, injustice for many reasons, and I, I don't blame, of course. But, but I, I always say that Palestinians have a lot of patience and tolerance, and sometimes it's a problem. Mm-hmm. So on the one hand, I'm not surprised because we always expect something to break out like this. What I, I do say, I must say that I, I, uh, I'm surprised is by the inten- how intense it was. And that actually it was uh, in many parts, as far as I understand, uh, it was people who are not necessarily political. I know that there are some... some uh, um, you know, outlaws, outlaw people who are in the fringes of, of the law mm-hmm. who participated. And it got some ugly expressions. And this is, uh, I think it happens everywhere. Yes. Uh, I don't think it represents, but it does got, got some uh, 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 ugly by lynching, by, by stoning people, but also Israeli right-wingers, uh, Jewish right-wingers uh, were as violent. And I don't compare the violence. And there was a lot of vandalism, which is also, you know, the vandalism again expresses the 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 the, the rage that has been accumulated over so many years. Um, so yes, I would say the big picture. I'm not surprised, but you are surprised that 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 it happens. When it yeah. happens, you you for the moment you are surprised. Then it looks very logical. Yeah, I mean, and then on the other end of it. Um, there's, you know, Palestinian citizens of Israel and many cities are saying that they're very scared because there's these extremist settler 
mobs sure. organizing to attack sure. them and the police are either standing idly by or protecting yes. the mobs. Um, so have you seen, have you ever seen that sort of response by settler mobs inside, like inside the Green Line, inside Israel, attacking no, Arab civilians? You know, what we understood is that that the, the clashes really came to a... a um, were especially severe in several, what the so-called mixed towns where Palestinians and Jews live and were just recently or in the past 10 years, um, settlers or people who are actually belong to the settler movement or have or share the same, uh, the same uh, uh, ideology uh, moved to, to, to live within the Palestinian uh, uh, neighborhoods and uh, doing two things at the same time, being part of a, a, a movement of gentrification, mm-hmm. which is very abusive as, as we know from many other places. So gentrification and uh, um, claiming this as a, as a Jewish area. So uh, uh, they actually exported the, the, the same frame of mind of settlers in the West Bank to those cities. And this frame of mind is, is I would call it an ex- expelling state of mind because what has ha- developed over the 50 years of Israeli settlement in the West Bank is that uh, there is a growing, uh, you, you, you hear more and more Israeli Jews in, who, are in, who are settlers or who support the settlers, who envision a repetition of the Nakba, who envision uh, a reality where Israel can complete can complete 1948 and expel Palestinians. And in practice, what they have done, it's not only, again, the settlers, again, are the privatized arm, but it's in combination of Israel and, and the settlers uh, they have deprived Palestinians in the West Bank of 60% of their space in the West Bank. And the same thing in Jerusalem. So this vector uh, of Israelis leading to condensing Palestinians in enclaves, be they in the West Bank or in Jerusalem or in uh, Israel proper, uh, the next step of this of this is uh, expulsion from the country. Mm-hmm. And this is a danger that, that, that we see be, uh, it gets, gets uh, stronger with the, with, the, with the developments, with the process, with, the, with the, this reality. Uh, so yes, this mob, this settler mob that, that came to, 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 uh, together with others inside uh, Israel uh, represents or reflects a very dangerous escalation in the ideology, in the in the colonialist ideology of Israelis. Yeah, and this is gonna. I think. I mean, do you do you see this continuing after Gaza? Like, this seems like a separate issue from what's. Ha- it seems like it exploded in in this in this stage of Palestinians protesting or rioting um, inside Israel. But do you think it'll stop when the Gaza war is over? Or it'll continue. You know, uh, we're not. We are not uh, uh, prophets. But um, look, things will calm down. They already are. There is already less. I mean, the 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 this stage of of uh, uh, clashes and and uh, direct clashes uh, somehow I understand is uh, subsiding. Um, it is now the time when. The Palestinians have to um, to think again about their leaders because uh, leaderships, because the vandalism is also an expression of the lack of, of of leadership or the weakness of Palestinians' leaderships inside Israel. Um, you know what we see here is that all the seam seams between inside the. Uh, 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 um, historical Palestine, all these separations that Israel has has been so so uh, meticulously built 
between Palestinians in all the places, Gaza, West Bank, Jerusalem, Israel, uh, all this uh, is, uh, is falling. Yeah. It's falling. And Palestinians come out as a people in historical Palestine. How this will develop, it's up to them. And, 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 and uh, I only hope because I know that wars and militarization uh, are a dangerous stage because in wars, in total wars, the, the extreme right wing can achieve much more than when there is no war. So right. my suggestion is not automatically to ah uh, to to conclude from here that I'm um, uh, the only solution is uh, to, is a war against Israel because it isn't. Uh, I I I believe that if I see other liberation movements, I guess that the, there will be a return to to. Um, to build up a political, uh, the, uh, uh, to renew the Palestinian political movement, mm -hmm. that will probably, uh, 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 or hopefully be, represent all the Palestinians, not separate groups, separate uh, splitted, fragmented uh, communities, but the, the people as a whole. Uh, this is the, this is what I hear from people here. This is the aim. This is the goal. But, It's not something that can happen uh, overnight. Uh, still, the, 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 the waves of protest and of, uh, um, of the past month or so and the tragedy in Gaza, because we cannot forget that this is the people in Gaza pay a, 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 a terrible price for this. But um, it might... Heston, it might uh, push and bolster this process of building up uh, Palestinian politics and you. And then on the Israeli side, I mean, okay, so one thing that's interesting is that Hamas has definitely demonstrated a more, um, a stronger military capability than it had in 2014. I imagine there's probably conversations taking place among Israelis about about this is really scary, right? There's like rockets, uh, fall, there's rockets being fired at Tel Aviv like every day. Um, imagine how it would be if there was a war with Hezbollah. It would probably, probably be way worse. So I'm curious, what lessons do you think the, and this is more speculation, I'm asking you to be a prophet, I guess, but what lessons do you think that the Israeli government and military will draw from, from this current escalation? Um. You know, I want to believe or I want to hope that Israelis will learn the lesson and will understand that it's a political issue and we have to, to discuss it uh, and to, to, uh, I don't like the term solve because you don't, I mean, but to, to address these political issues in a political way and to, uh, uh, acknowledge that Palestinians, in spite of all the repression, And oppression over the, over this more than seven, uh, seven decades, uh, are not giving up and are not, um, uh, are not becoming less Palestinian, even mm -hmm. if they are Israeli citizens. Um, I don't see it happening. I mean, I want to hope. And I think that all the work of many of the dissidents that we spoke about before, uh, is, is towards this, trying to convince more Israelis that, that we completely have to change our, uh, the way we, 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 we relate to the, uh, uh, to the fact that there is a Palestinian people living in this country, uh, living in, 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 in uh, the indigenous population of this country. Uh, but from, from experience and from knowing that the Israeli society has moved very much to the right wing over the past 25 years, Uh, I, I believe that the change can be only if there is tremendous change, for, uh, tremendous pressure from the outside, mm -hmm. uh, pressure on Israel from, uh, foreign, from other countries, which means that they have to understand how dangerous, uh, Israel has become. I mean, I, 
in Israeli society. It's not just uh, Israeli society is 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 uh, which supports these right wing uh, parties and right wing governments and right wing policies and uh, is part of the settler colonial process that is ongoing uh, and shows its racism against Palestinians. It is a very uh, dangerous society because it lives in a neighborhood which is which is Arab and Muslim. Mm-hmm. We live in this neighborhood and we all the time act, act, act as if that as if we are against it, not as if we act as people who are against it. You know, um, with what you mentioned about the right wing, I did want to ask you, you know, we talked a little bit before about these right wing groups in Jerusalem. You have, you know, groups like Lahava, right? And then there's the Kahanists are gaining more power politically, thanks to Netanyahu. But how much support do these ideologies, do people like this Knesset member, Itamar Ben-Gvir, it's very right wing, um, how much support does their ideology actually have in Israeli society? Is their influence in politics disproportionate to yeah. the actual influence they have in Israel? When when I talk about right wing, I don't talk just about two or three uh, members of Knesset. Uh, all the all the you know parties that were center or center to right have become right wing. I, for me, right wing is 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 the the uh, uh, also labor has has uh, the labor party has actually in the past thirty years since Oslo has implemented a right wing policy. When I mean right wing, means that to deprive Palestinians of their land. This is right wing for me. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's not just. Uh, a, Two or three people, or two or three parliament members, Israeli Israeli uh, um, uh, courts, Israeli prosecution, Israeli police are all siding with settlers, uh, with with with, or actually allow settlers to uh, inflict violence all over the West Bank, and do nothing about it. And this is only growing. I mean, it can grow only because the right wing is so strong. The, the right wing thinking, which means a right uh, people uh, or an ideology which puts is, uh, Jews as as a, 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 the 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 Herrenrasse, as we are the the the, the masters of the place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Only only a ideology that 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 um, uh, fosters our privileges and makes it into an ideology that we are. Uh, that we are uh, uh, as supreme here, that we are superior. Uh, so I'm not at all talking just about a few, a few people or a few groups. I'm talking about uh, uh, the the um, uh, how how the, this this uh, chauvinist thinking has uh, has deepened in Israeli society. In education, in schools, when you listen to children, I mean, uh, 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 when you listen to children in the street, the way they speak about Arabs, uh, when you have when you have um, uh, Israeli ministries and Israeli official ministries that discriminate Palestinians against as a matter of of a policy. So this is right wing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm always. In, it's always interesting how in the in the West, at least in the U.S., I can speak for the U.S. There's this trend among younger people to be more left, right? To be it's, the younger generation is moving more to the left, and in Israel, it seems to be the opposite, where yeah. there's a move where younger people are actually becoming more right wing, which isn't their fault necessarily. Uh, it definitely it is. To, uh, you know, it is uh, right wing when we say it is racist. It is. It is. It comes to. It is an ideology that comes to protect our privileges, right. the privilege of the Jews. Uh, so, any any um, compromise here, any progress, uh, or any attempt to 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 uh, uh, to prevent a total collapse of the place, has to be involved with Israelis renouncing their uh, privileges and understanding that things have to be shared here. Mm-hmm. It can it can be in many 
It can be manifested in many ways, but we will have to give up our privileges in order to live in a place where, where the two peoples have their rights. But these Israelis cannot imagine even. Do you, so you, you talk about like without outside pressure from other countries, perhaps countries that are, of course, supporting and arming Israel, unless that comes from the outside, it's not going to happen <laughs> from the inside. Um, so I'm, I'm curious what, what happens there? Say, say this continues, which it kind of seems like this is what's going to happen, but say this continues, this unconditional support from the West. There's no red lines. Israel can just kind of behave as it wants to continue on this right wing trajectory bomb Gaza, you know, push Palestinians out more and more without any red lines. Where does this go? Well, I have to throw back the ball to your yard, to your court. Um, look, we do hear about some changes still in the palace, in the American uh, public opinion and also within the Democratic Party. I know it's very far. It's very distant. And I'm just as frustrated when I realize that in Europe, Western Europe, uh, 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 there is a huge gap between the policy of the governments and the 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 the, the mood that we see among uh, among uh, demonstrators for who support Palestinians. Um, look, I mean, um, we have to. We have to continue. <laughs> what can I say? Our talk here, you know, I would have rather prefer to 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 read or speak with my friends than to have this interview. But this is all all part of our attempt to to build up a change. Now yeah. it's very frustrating, but uh, uh, well, this was gonna this was gonna be my. I'm glad you mentioned the Democrats because this is gonna be my last question for you. Is you know you're probably seeing the conversation happening in the U.S. and I will say I think this is the first time I can in my lifetime at least and probably ever that you've had this much dissent against U.S. policy towards Israel coming out of the U.S. Congress, even if it's just five or six people. That's a very big deal here. Um, and then you have this debate taking place about where the word apartheid is being used openly. Uh, Human Rights Watch had a report out. Beth Salem had a report out. You have Congress people saying this is apartheid. Does that debate happening in the U.S. reverberate? in Israeli media, in Israeli society, is it, it, does that make a difference that that debate is even being had in the U.S. among American officials? Um, I must say I don't listen much to Israeli TV <laughs> or radio. I cannot tolerate it. <laughs> Especially in these times, I cannot listen to it. I can only imagine. So, yeah. So I, I depend on what I read the Haaretz, which is mm-hmm. not the real a model for Israeli mainstream uh, uh, media. Uh, but these things are being, uh, you know, uh, I unless, I guess that they are, but they're not taken as as serious as they should. Mm-hmm. So they're until not taken as seriously. Concrete. Yeah. Until something concrete, until an American president. Until there will be, until there will be, but, but so far they still count on their, uh, on their uh, strengths. A friend of mine just wrote to me and said, how, how could uh, the um, uh, Security Council vote against Israel where half or more than half of its, uh, its members buy arms from Israel? Right. Right. So it's a try. We are, we are um, uh, you know, when you come from a left-wing, uh, co- even like myself, communist background, uh, there was always this, this kind of, 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 um, uh, uh, psych in you that says, Oh, if people come out and struggle, then the struggle must succeed at the end. Yeah. Uh, and that the power of the people is more, is, is, is stronger, is, is bigger than, than the power of, of regimes. But unfortunately, uh, it's not true. Well, actually, you know, now you mentioned communism. So now I have to raise this. Um, what, where is the left in not just Israel, but what, what left do you see in Palestine and the time that you spent in Palestine? And obviously you're Israeli. Why is there, why does it seem like there's no left on these sides? And maybe, I mean, this is probably part of a international, 
um, it is. trend, right? Where like the left is just yeah. becoming smaller and smaller. But specific to Israel and Palestine, where's the left? Look, um, the Palestinian left has shrunk over the years. And uh, also the Israeli non-Zionist and anti-Zionist left has shrunk over the years. Um, um, I think it's a big question now, and I'm I must I'm sorry because I'm getting messages from the, my paper. They want me to write something. Oh no, no, no! So we'll no. have. Yeah, we can wrap up. Yeah, yeah, we I can. That was, yes, a, that, we was that was a big it's question. Not, it's a big question, and I, 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 uh, it needs a lot of. Uh, it it has many ramifications. I can say that that um, uh, the main message of left wing, which is which is uh, uh, to um, uh, to disregard ethnicities or uh, national borders and to to uh, uh, um, uh, to see the world through the lens, through the uh, glasses or the angle of oppressors against oppressed against oppressors. Uh, this does, is not does not have does not have so much appeal uh, in national struggles. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, so in national struggles, uh, and also the, 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 it has failed, you know, the Soviet Union was a terrible model for, 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 for left wing, uh, left wing, uh, wingers all over the world. It was maybe, it seemed like, uh, it helped re- liberation movements outside of the Soviet Union, but in the Soviet Union, in the Soviet bloc, it was the prison of all the peoples there. It was a huge prison of the peoples in there. So we are still paying for the big loss of, of, or the big, uh, 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 um, uh, of the shape of the way that communism received in those areas and in, and in Asia too. Uh, so I guess we need much more to discuss this. Yeah, our, perhaps for uh, talk, perhaps yeah, yes, for another time. Yeah. But Amira has yes. Israeli journalist for Haaretz. Thank you so much for joining us today, You're helping us understand this violence. We appreciate it. Welcome. Bye.